0: All right, hey everybody, this is James A. willis Reed's Fretboard Journal, and uh, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee, in Secret Studio, got a very special guest here today, Carly Collins. Hey, Carly. Hey. So, uh, uh, and we got, we, we've also got Nina here today, and we got Monica back there, the, our engineer, Monica Michael Willis, running all the gear and all that kind of stuff. Word so, girl. Yeah, word girl, <laughs> and Winnie. Hey. So, man it's nice to see you
1: it's good to see you too yeah. i'm excited
0: yeah this was kind of a surprise visit we rushed mm-hmm. through some stuff together and uh <laughs> right yes <laughs> and we've talked we've talked to each other a lot but never sort of over microphones
1: right so yeah. that's a
0: new yeah. experience yeah you know? i'm
1: excited about it i think it'll be interesting for everybody to hear how crazy <laughs> our conversations are yeah, well, i think
0: no well you know the podcasts are always very serious so
1: right of yeah. course
0: So now this uh, I'm going to say a little bit about this podcast because I feel like I've been neglecting the the name a little. Okay, so this podcast began a a year ago because I was reading Fretboard Journal and driving. And Mm -hmm. so anyway, big shout out to Fretboard Journal. We love them. We read them. But they don't get read on James A. Willis Reed's fretboard journal very often, and that's what it was originally designed to do. So that explains the name. And now I want to try to explain you. Okay. Okay, so usually when people come here, uh, historically, they've been, you know, old buddies of mine from around town, and a lot of local Nashville people kind of knew who they were Mm -hmm. already. Uh, One of the fun things about this to me is that I don't think people are going to know who you are yet.
1: right right. and I
0: think that they will very soon Mm -hmm. and I think that when they do this is going to be my first official coup that I had you on the very first podcast right so so you're from from uh what part of Florida tell me I'm from from
1: Lake City Florida it's a little tiny town in North Florida about 40 minutes from Valdosta Georgia
0: I know Valdosta well. That yeah. Valdosta about forty minutes from Bainbridge.
1: Oh yeah, and that's where that's where yeah. you're from, right?
0: Yeah. And so you now I know you're a pretty young person. I don't know if you want to share that with the world, but yeah, nineteen, you're 19 years, years old. old. And I've seen pictures of you as a tiny little rascal with a guitar. So when did you start playing guitar?
1: Um, so I actually started playing guitar. Um, I was in I was an actress first from the time I was about uh, six years old, and. Um, I got an audition and they said, you're going to have to learn how to play guitar for this. So uh, me and mom and dad went out to the guitar center and bought a tiny little LX, like Little Martin. Mm -hmm. And I started taking lessons from a hippie that lived in a commune on a mountaintop in Topanga Canyon in California. Like we literally had, like he had like a couch outside on the mountain underneath the tree. Like it was. Oh, wow. it was I've the seen whole, a picture. I've seen yeah, a picture of that. It was the real. And we played. Uh, my first song was "No One Knows" by Queens of the Stone Age. So I was about nine years old whenever I did that. Wow. Um, and
0: what, what was the TV show before, or what was the show you were? On out there.
1: Uh, no I was know, it wasn't
0: I'm asking the question, but I think I know. Like some what are some of the things that you're that you did when you were a kid actor? What are some of
1: those? Um I did Once Upon a Time on ABC, right? Friend, John Fox. Um did some voiceover for Family Guy and Open Season Three, um all kinds of stuff, some scary movies.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, so now it took you off your train train of thought. You were <laughs> you were, you were fixing to tell me about your your guitar playing uh-huh. you off the sofa. We've left the sofa,
1: right? Yeah. So I um I kind of just kept kept going with it after that, just because I kind of realized that I really liked it a lot. Um, and then I, I started singing in church about eleven, and um, that was really pretty much when my singing started, uh, and kind of started writing songs around then too, and. The rest is
0: history. So the so the songwriting thing, like when you're 11 years old.
1: Yeah.
0: I say this on every podcast because I have these singer songwriters over here, right. And I'm fascinated by the idea of it.
1: Mm. And
0: I I don't know, you know, I can't get my head. Around. I make a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't. I don't understand. I don't understand it. I don't understand where it comes from. And I know there's no way to explain it. Mm-hmm. But. When you're an 11-year-old kid, how do you know you're right? I mean, you just like sort of r- making up little tunes all the time or were you more formal about it? I, like, I, here's my song, here's my song, here's my song.
1: I think um I think when I when I was first writing songs, it was just I mean, 11 years old, you've never been through any <laughs> heartbreak or anything, right. but of course like, you know, trying to write these Amazing sad breakup songs a yeah. lot Taylor Swift, but yeah. I think now it's um, it's became a lot more authentic, obviously to yeah. myself and experiences that yeah. I've been through and just like feelings that I have. But I think even back then, I uh, it always came naturally to me. There was never like a I'm gonna sit down right now and I'm gonna write a song. Actually, I I read a um, I believe it was a Neil Young quote actually yesterday, and he said like. The only rule I have is to write when you feel like it whether it's day or night always write when you feel like it and right. that's pretty much kind of my rule too just huh write 24 hours a day anytime yeah. you feel like writing
0: That's very cool. I mean I, I definitely it's you know and I mean your lyrics are really really neat too for Thank somebody you. so young they def- I don't think it's that unusual for another r- young people that come along that have these old souls and all of a sudden they're like playing the blues like they're 60 year old guys and yeah yeah. i think it's true with songs so i think it's definitely a gift Mm. the songwriting thing you know it's a gift so it comes with some packaging
1: right it is i mean i i I agree with you like 100 percent that it is a gift um because you have to have some innate ability to do it but I think also at the same time, and it, and it sounds a little bit cliche, but it's true that you have to work at it. Oh, because, yeah. I mean, you don't just like sit down and write an incredible song. It really takes day after day after day after day of doing it and doing it. And I yeah. mean, you, I mean, I don't think I wrote a, a great song until my 40th song. You know, I right. think it, it really does. It takes practice.
0: I, every, it, that's another kind of consistent thing that I'm, I'm actually learning a lot from talking to so many songwriters because what some of the ones that I really like a lot too, they always say that same thing. They always yeah. say that it's a craft. Yeah. That they work, you know, you think oh, it just falls. And sometimes it does just fall right. out. But then other times, you know, you're really just tweaking the yeah. lines and the words and just, you know. Right. It's hard, it's hard to think of it that way because from a Non-songwriters' point of view, I think they just seem like they magically appear, you know, complete or something. So, right, yeah, but you know, also, uh, one of the things you said was a, a breakthrough for me. I, I finally know why I can't write songs.
2: Why
0: zero heartache? <laughs> 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 that's it, that's it for me. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, man, nice. so maybe somebody else. Uh, is my engineer back there? Can she hear me, Monica? You hear me? No. Could, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I was going to see if she could recommend some sad movies to me, and maybe I could write a song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all, well, right, yeah. <laughs> all right. So now, okay, I'm going to get back to Carly. I just have so much to ask you. This is going to be like a rapid fire podcast. Okay. So because I I, I know some things about you, mm-hmm. but my sense, I don't even. Where did we meet?
1: Well, I mean, we, we I can't met remember. because. I, well, okay, so we sort of melt, met, melt, <laughs> yeah. we met sort of over Instagram, because I followed you because I liked your work, Right. Uh, and then you followed me back, because I guess you kind of liked my work, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but then I uh, I asked for one of your guitar cases for right. Christmas. Because... And
0: I was kind of, it was hard for me to tell you how much it cost. <laughs> right. it's hard for me to tell y'all how much it cost. <laughs>
1: but, I mean. We won't get into that. But, you know, it's totally worth it cuz they're absolutely incredible and I still look at that guitar case every day and I'm just in awe I'm like yeah this is not real <laughs> yeah. but um yeah so I got lucky enough to get one of those and then finally got to meet you in person and just hit it off now we're best pals <laughs>
0: yeah exactly yeah well and I knew, I think when I first you know uh, certainly when I met you in real life I mean you definitely have that you know there's a there's a sense about you that's I take away the obvious physical like attributes and the style and all that kind of stuff. I yeah. feel like there's an energy around certain people where you just, hey, you know, they're, you know, you don't know if they're gonna really make it, right. but you know that they're gonna leave a wake of destruction in their path trying to get to where <laughs> they wanna make. It. <laughs> I like so, that. So <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like you know there's something's gonna happen. Right. Know? Right. But yeah, I sense that about you. And then that, you know, after we met, you know, yeah. All right. So. All right, some more questions for you. I've got, like, some actual, like, serious questions now. Oh, boy. Uh, well, not that they weren't all serious. <laughs> uh, but these are, like, detailed questions. So, okay. like, what's your favorite guitar? I know you're playing a Martin.
1: Honestly, I think that's my favorite guitar. That yeah. guitar has been through hell and back with me. Uh, I play a Martin Triple O 42. Right. Um, it's and pretty. I and, and I, it yeah, is. And I really, I mean that, actually, like, I'm not even just saying that. I mean, literally, that guitar, I have played through heartbreak and yeah. you know sadness and then happiness and yeah. everything i mean that guitar has been my best friend for a long time but i also i have a, a gretch white falcon that i just oh, love yeah. too yeah
0: yeah i did we had a i had a gretch around here uh for a while and it got liber- liberated from me by another singer songwriter oh really molly holton who's well uh, where is
1: my guitar that i can liberate from <laughs> you because i think i need one
0: <laughs> well blood sicker than water carly <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you'll probably get one eventually, I imagine. You got a case, you've got a strap. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. Yep.
0: You've almost got the trifecta.
1: All right, I need yeah. to finish it.
0: Cool. So you know when that first album goes triple platinum, you'll you hopefully you'll remember old James over here. At the I studio. don't think
1: I could forget so, old James if I tried. <laughs> good
0: good. So yeah, so back back to the guitar thing. That, oh, there's Winnie shaking and rattling and rolling. <laughs> what you doing, Winnie? So with that, Martin, do you do you think it because uh, it's not? It's, do you think it's uh, gonna just sort of always be your number one now at this I point? Have you got a first big old dent on it or big old bang on it?
2: Oh
1: man, I like the thought of denting it and banging it makes my skin crawl. <laughs> but yeah. I, it does. It's got a couple of nicks in it. Um, yeah. Which just breaks my heart but
0: Well just think Willie Nelson
1: Yeah there you go <laughs> yeah. But I do think that it probably will be my My favorite guitar forever Just cause I mean it just sounds so ha- good
0: Have you recorded with it? Does it have a is it,
1: is I, Yeah actually the song that I just recorded For uh, for Yellowstone with Dave Cobb um, I played that guitar on the recording Cool yeah, So now it's got a little bit of history too Alright
0: so, so that Yellowstone uh, That's a really cool TV show Yeah and, and how did you land that gig at 19, writing a song for Yellowstone and, and recording it with Dave Cobb?
1: Um, so uh, a friend of mine knew the uh, music supervisor, um, Andrea, and um, I'd, I had written this this song and he thought that it would you know sound good on the show and he sent it to her mm-hmm. and she loved it and she said she thought it was perfect for the show and she called me. She was like, hey, I love the song. I don't know why I'm making the, the no, phone with she's my making hands, a phone. Yeah, she's <laughs> even making though a, I'm not on a video, right. <laughs> but she said, you know, I love the song. We want Dave Cobb to record it. And I was like, come again? What You want who to record it? Cause you know, I mean, he's, he's a legend yeah. already yeah. and you know, modern legend. And I, and it was super exciting, but she said, we got to send it to Dave, see if he'd be interested in recording it. So I was yeah. like. Oh boy, here we go! <laughs> yeah, but that's cool. he uh, he loved the song too, so we, we went to his his home studio and recorded the song, and it was such a cool experience. Yeah. It was great.
0: And you're happy with it?
1: I yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah, I love it.
0: So now, so when did you start coming to do the song writing in Nashville, and how did that happen? So that's about that's about six months ago or so when that yeah, started up. Yeah, um,
1: right? probably, man, it might have been a little bit more than six months ago. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Probably about, I mean, I'd say like August of last year, I started coming here. Um, The first time I came here, I went to a songwriter's retreat with Judy Stakey, but uh, I didn't come back for a couple months. And then um, uh, some friends of mine uh, that I met in Los Angeles were doing another songwriting retreat here um, in Nashville, and I came down and went to the songwriter's retreat, and I just kind of, I think the last time I went here, I came here, I didn't really like get the feel of Nashville and for some reason I didn't like it. I don't know why, but this time when I came back, I just felt like it was like home, you know, I was like, yeah. this, is, this is where I'm supposed to be at. I really enjoyed the writer's retreat. I got to meet a lot of really cool people um, and made some new relationships and I guess after that it was just, <laughs> it was the rest is history and then yeah. I was here.
0: So do, uh, so now I'm going to kind of go back to after the writer's retreat and you got involved in the Nashville scene, yeah. but then you started, you were coming back and you were doing writing. So how does that, you know, how does that work? Where did you, you, you signed a deal with somebody or you at least started working with somebody to write.
1: Um, yeah, I didn't, so I haven't signed any, uh, any deals yet, but, um, actually some, some friends that I met at that writer's retreat, um, then I've just kind of met people along the way and started co-writing with them and Co-writing, of course, is always a is always a process because, I mean, you find people that you absolutely love working with and you get each other and it and you guys can create well together. And then there's always the co-writes where you just kind of like stare at each other for three hours and, mm-hmm. you know, like, so <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. You know? um, but I've started to find people that I really gel with and um, it's good. I like it.
0: Cool. Yeah. yeah. And now you've... Uh, again i 'm just going to keep the rapid fire questions coming with the from the writing you 've actually started to kind of get your foot in the door
1: it 's been good i 'm excited i 'm excited to see what happens
0: i must I, I know it 's i, I don 't i mean i can only assume that this is a good you, you i don 't want to make your age an issue right because like i don 't feel like i 'm talking to it i 'm not meaning to suggest that you know you 're not old enough to be doing what you 're doing <laughs> but you're you aren't old enough to know that it's rare to find yourself in a place where there's a supportive creative community of people that are doing the same thing as you.
1: Right. So
0: I'm wondering how did like how does it feel to come from but see you may have had that community in Florida because there's so much movie and so much music going on.
1: Uh, Where I I come from like I said earlier a really small town in Florida and I there I wouldn't say that there's a Creative community there, um, or, honestly, or there is,
0: but it's just not out in the open.
1: Exactly yeah. right, and I, I honestly, I, it does. It, it is nice to be, you know, supported and stuff by the people that I've met in the creative community here. But honestly, I've had to earn the the support and respect yeah. from people because, honestly, if you show up to the rights with people that have. Worked hard and you know mm-hmm. earned their way to where they're at. If you show up and don't pull your weight or or you know do right. what do what they're doing, then uh, you you haven't earned their respect. So right. I mean, I've had a lot of people in rights tell me that like they have people that are that are my age that come in and just kind of sit there and kind of expect them to you know pull the right. lion's share in the riding but that's not really that's not how i work and it's never how i've worked because i've right. i've worked hard my whole life to
0: see that to get th- to where i'm at that's the thing that i'm that i'm sensing from you is that i feel like you've got a lot of experience you're very poised you know um you've got it together and but it's oh. also but there's <laughs> some but there's some hard work behind that
1: absolutely yeah, yeah. every that, day and and yeah. and
0: sometimes it it takes a minute for people to recognize that Right. in, you know, a 19 year old a 20 year old, 25 year old, 30 year old, Yeah. you know, I mean, they're just people who, you know, you're going to come across a lot of people in the world, you know, who talk about what they're going to do. Yeah. And then you'll talk about what you're going to do. And then you'll see those people in a year and they'll still be talking about what they're going to do. And you right. will have done three things and moved on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so absolutely. That, that's
0: something that, you know, the people that, that work like that start to recognize each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then all of yeah. a sudden, you know, really cool stuff happens. You yeah, know? I agree. So I feel like that's, I feel like that's the path that I feel, I sense from Carly. <laughs> so it's hard to really tell people where to go hear your music right now.
1: Right. I got to deal well, with that. So the, uh. The reason that I haven't released anything yet is because... And I and I tell this to people when they ask me why, you know, I haven't released anything. Why I can't I buy anything yet? And it's the only reason is because I have a firm, deeply rooted belief in first impressions. And I do think that if you listen to someone's music and it's not incredible, it's not mm-hmm. moving, it doesn't, you know, make you feel something like... You're probably not gonna go listen to their music again. Yeah. Um. And I want people to I want people to be moved by my music when they hear it, and I want them to want to listen to more music. So yeah. I've been I've been just kind of taking my time, which you know I kind of have a lot of since I'm 19 right now, and um, waiting to find the right thing. And obviously, it's not gonna be perfect, but I think I'll know it's right whenever yeah. I hear it.
0: Well, yeah. And you know, I. Um, it's like it's almost like I wanna, I wanna to, I want to i want to give you advice in that area because, but you're it's right. not really advice because I'm not. not you know, think I, I don't necessarily well, I think mean, I'm somebody who could give you advice, but
1: I think you One should. of the things
0: you're gonna find out too, though, is that, I think anyway, at least this has happened to me, and it's happened to a lot of my friends who are at the same stage yeah. as the, in the game with me, been making art or making music their whole lives right Mm -hmm. and that's where when you release that first piece of music yeah you're going to think it's great right and then you're going to release the second piece of music and you're going to have some regrets about what you did on the first one Uh uh-huh and then you're going to release your third and then your fourth and then your fifth and then all of a sudden and then you're going to release one and when you look back at that first one you go like oh my god i can't believe i put that out you know in the world but then what if you keep doing it long (laughs) enough what happens is you're gonna get far enough down the line where then one day you're gonna look back at that first one and you're gonna go like, dude, I was killing it back then. Yeah. Why not? So it's you know it's cyclical, but if you make sure that what you put into the world is your best effort and it's honest, yeah, then it's gonna have legs. You you know you, technically you're gonna have issues with it or whatever, right? And, but if it's if it's honest, you can't really judge it too harshly because you'll be like, well that's what I felt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you put out a first album and it was all songs that you thought were the right songs because of the reason or right. whatever, then you might question but if it's just, you know, if you're making your music
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean
0: that's kind of a roundabout request for some music, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <maybe>. Right,
1: right. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean and I and I and I agree with that too. I mean, even today I was I was in a co write and they, they asked like what I what I wanted to write and um I said, I just want to write a great song, you know? And they were like, man, that's so refreshing to hear because people come in here and they say, I want to make a hit. Right. But I think of the music that lasts the longest time from the people that we still listen to 50 years later. Right. They weren't thinking about making number one radio hit or just making a song that people were going to just, like, you know, love, which, of course, is important. But they were thinking about what was authentic to them and the music that was coming out of their soul.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of the people that you listen to, at least yeah. that I think I know you listen to, uh-huh. like yeah. um, Jim Morrison, mm-hmm. you listen to um, yeah. My, rattle Off a Couple. Yeah,
1: uh, so my, my top five's probably Bob Dylan, Tom Petty, Stevie Nicks, Fleetwood Mac, yeah. um, like you said, The Doors, which actually my guitar case is, by the way, for oh, yeah, anyone right. who's wondering, it's it's Jim Morrison uh, of oh, The yeah. Doors. Oh yeah. Um, so I've, lately, I've been really getting into The Cure. I, I, think I love them. Yes, so do I. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're amazing. Yeah. Um, and The Smiths. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Check out The Smiths. But like the then
1: there's like this whole other side of me that my dad kind of like raised me listening to like '90s rock and like yeah. Alice in Chains, and then like right. some Guns N' Roses, Metallica, like right. all that stuff. Which I think when I do decide to release music, you'll hear all of those influences yeah. in it.
2: Yeah,
0: I think I pick up on some of that when you sing like. Uh huh. You know, because I've probably heard you sing as much as most people. I mean, a yeah. lot of people because I've, you know, we've recorded some stuff goofing around yeah. and, and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and there's something, there's definitely a um, a rock and roll thing coming out of there, but it's yeah. mixed with a lot of other things.
1: Yeah, I but. think I'm a, I'm a, what do you call it? <laughs> a mashup. <laughs> yeah, mashup. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of everything. Well, it's
0: a pretty good mashup if you're going for the Doors and Stevie Nicks and yeah. and some of those guys. So yeah,
1: yeah. I think their like you like we were saying, their music is it is authentic, and that's why it stood the test of time. People yeah. still love it. Yeah, like I said, fifty years yeah. later.
0: Yeah, it just gets better, really. Yeah, I mean it's especially if you know how they were doing it.
1: Uh-huh. You know, I mean the idea oh, yeah.
0: that like, so we're recording this podcast on a a zoom uh h1 or h5 like a six track recorder right Uh which i think if i'm not mistaken is two more tracks than the beatles had available to them to record i
1: think so yeah
0: so yeah it's pretty pretty crazy really crazy yeah and this might be a good time for me to mention one of my sponsors zoom no i'm kidding guys (laughs) we have no sponsors (laughs) nope no sponsors (laughs) yeah so wow and so now okay so you've just come to you've you've just moved to Na- well sort of moved to nashville
1: yeah i just got my yeah. my first apartment here about a week and a half two weeks ago um which is cool i'm excited about but I'm, i mean i still haven't like moved moved yet yeah. i'm kind of traveling yeah. back and forth between yeah. florida and nashville but it is so nice not to be staying in a hotel yeah. for two weeks it's yeah. nice to have a place i can call my own and Put up posters of Robert Smith and Jim Morrison. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Greg yeah. Allman.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, and I know you get to do a lot of that stuff. And I don't look. We'll decide. You got. You can decide later if this part gets edited out. But I feel. A, I feel a little uh, guilty because sometimes when you come visit and stuff, I'll I'll post that you that you visited the studio, um, and I and and a lot of times I, you know I don't mention Nina, and Nina sitting <laughs> back there. <laughs> She's giving me cut up. Nina's your sidekick though. She she helps you out a lot. She
1: is. She is the Robin to my Batman.
0: Oh yeah. I almost said the
1: Batman to my Robin, but then I realized that would have been wrong. I'm kind
0: of glad you said that though, because I was every time she came over, I was like, "What's up with those green tights?" <laughs> and now that I know that she's just doing the Robin thing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. She I, she
1: she takes the character a little too far sometimes, yeah. but
0: <laughs> <laughs> they are behind me, so I'm in danger. Let me just hang on one second. Excuse me one second.
2: Okay.
1: Oh my goodness. He's got on a helmet now.
0: <laughs> Pith helmet. I'll get people behind me, man.
1: Got to protect the melon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you never know. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Here, hang on hang on another second, podcast yes, people. There are people jumping over to Amazon right now, Amazon.com, ordering stuff. Like, what's James doing? He always walks away from the mic. This will be, I'll be editing out this long pause, y'all. Okay. I can do it on this. I
1: already have them. Okay. edit out this yarn. Oh, yarn?
0: I'll edit that out too. Actually, I always say that I'm going to edit this kind of stuff out, but then I leave it in. (laughs) You're at
1: 28.
0: All right, so we're at 28 minutes.
1: No way. It's really been that long already? Yeah. Yeah. Man, time flies when you're having fun, right?
0: I know. Yeah. It does. But so, anyway, we talked about a lot of stuff. I don't think we talked about nearly enough stuff. Right. You know, because. I mean, I know what guitars you like. I know what music you like. Those mm-hmm. are important things. Yeah. Um, have you been over to Southern Ground? You guys I, got to go, right? Yeah, we Zach's got. We,
1: yeah, we got to go check it out and see all of your your beautiful well, artwork not, in no, there. No, and... I ju-
0: just mean about the studio, though, but the.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. A gr-
0: what an amazing place.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. The and studio so is absolutely beautiful.
0: You meet Brandon and Studio Mama.
1: I did not, but I met Studio Mama. That's yeah. who I met. Yeah, she's and she was great too. She yeah. was really sweet. That's Rebecca yeah. Wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she gave us a whole tour through the whole studio. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, that's the, she's the heart of that joint. Yeah. I mean, not taking anything from Brandon and Zach. Right. You know, but Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca, man, she keeps one. it
1: running, huh? Yeah.
0: Do you know the Wood Brothers music? uh... At all, because I got to turn you on to that. Rebecca's husband, Oliver Woods.
1: Okay, no, I don't. I mean, and I,
0: Chris and I haven't Chano. listened to their
1: stuff yet. I know you did one of their music videos. I did. Right?
0: Yes, I did their last music video.
1: Yeah, but I haven't. I haven't got a chance to listen to them yet. But you I need got to. to.
0: He, what a songwriter! All, all right.
1: My God. Well, then I yeah. have to.
0: No, I know. I keep. I keep. You know, it's one of the things about the music industry that I see now, from a kind of an outsider. You know, I'm kind of like a. I get treated like. I'm with musicians all the time. Right. I think they even, maybe they're even a couple that think I am one. I don't know, you know, because <laughs> I'm always with them. Yeah. But I, I, it's almost like I get to analyze and see these things that all, all the issues that musicians have, all the issues that songwriters have, all the mm-hmm. issues that, you know, these creative people are having and how incredibly hard they all work. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about from the guy who's playing, you know, you know, from my niece who's in town singing and writing songs and busting yeah. it. And, and playing you know in hotels and doing all this other kind of stuff to guys like Zach, who are selling out stadiums
1: right, right.
0: they just man, work so hard, you know they do,
1: yeah, and I think I don't think a lot of people actually realize how much how much time and effort and and blood sweat, tears yeah. and heart go into it, but yeah. it, it does it really does and,
0: and, and the point of my bringing up the hard work was that you know they' they're, they're the, it's, it's like back in the day. There probably were just as many great musicians, mm-hmm. but you just couldn't hear what they were doing because right. you either made the radio or you didn't.
1: Right. And right. if you
0: didn't make the radio, it's really hard to find out, you know, find out about these bands. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like, I mean, there there are people that like, like the Wood Brothers or like Sam Lewis
2: mm-hmm.
0: or like Molly Martin or you know, d- they're these people who I hear them and I'm like, holy Toledo, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I don't not, you know, then I'm listening to them all the time. Right. And I'm like, how did I not know about this? And then, and then I think it's just because there's so much music now. And yeah. when you do find it, you can have, there are cults around these bands, you know, and mm-hmm. they have huge followings. But um, it's still, it's still kind of strange that, that there can be just, just these amazing, great musicians that once you know about them, you, and you mentioned them you feel like everybody else knew about them and you didn't
1: right, and right. like how did that happen yeah
0: you know how did i With, not know about these guys
1: yeah i mean i think it's kind of i think it's really just the same as it was back then although i mean of course like you said we have we do have more access to it to discovering those kind of things than than we did back then but i mean there are so many amazing musicians yeah. that that never get discovered or brought to the masses, and I think yeah. that's kind of it's kind of sad. We have these like incredible like treasures yeah. that no one ever finds yeah. out about.
0: Yeah, and Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee is a place that's full of them. I mean, you know, yeah. There's Nashville's not a good place to come if you think you're the best person in the world doing what you do. No, yeah. because you're gonna get a real quick wake up call, and the guy who's gonna give you the wake up call is driving your Uber. <laughs> You know? Yeah, no, yeah, that's <laughs> so, true. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's, you know, Yeah. but it raises a bar for you. Yeah, you, you know? don't want
1: to be, but honestly, I don't think anybody that thinks they're the best thing in the world ought to ought to make it anyways. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know, but boy, I think some you, of them do.
1: Yeah, that, that's true. I think you, yeah. and I do, have a, a high, I respect everybody that, that's out there doing it from yeah. the people that are, have talent coming out of their ears to the people that just, just love, love it, it. Yeah. yeah. I think you have to. I think you have to respect and honor everybody that's yeah. that's doing music because that's really. I mean, that's what we're all doing. We're just out there doing music, loving it, and yeah. wanting to do it till we die.
0: Yeah, that's the way to do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the way to roll. And hopefully, you have a, a lot of hit records and <laughs> movies and all kinds of other stuff in between. Yeah. Now and that fateful day <laughs> that he join the Angel Band.
2: <laughs> right. But right. I
0: mean, hey, you know. It's good to be thinking about it now, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, uh, I'm gonna. I guess we're gonna wrap this up, and I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, mix a. Tr- I'm gonna s- mix a track in of your music, maybe mm-hmm. at the halfway point. Okay. And or possibly just right at the end, maybe right. right at the end. But I'll. But you're gonna send me something so that all these beautiful people <laughs> in the ether of the internet. Okay can uh, can hear some of your music.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah.
0: And I just know in my heart, I absolutely know it. It's the truth that I know that this is going to be one of those things that I look back on and, like, people really aren't going to believe it that you did this <laughs> here. Because I think you're going to do you something were, big. I you think were, you're going to do big stuff.
1: You were probably one of my first friends in Nashville. Like, actually, one of my first actual friends, yeah. you know? yeah. And... I think. I think people believe it. Yeah. I, you never know. People might not believe they that you be did like, a podcast what? with me one day.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, uh, everybody, I want to just give a shout-out to the secret Nina back there.
1: The secret yeah. Nina.
0: And uh shout-out to my engineer, Monica Woo! Willis, for working the dials back there and all that kind of stuff. And for Winnie for pawing around. <laughs> and a big shout out to Fred Fredboard Journal for not suing me for, you know, not talking about the magazine enough. But I love it. <laughs> it's man, it's got pretty pictures and great stories.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's hanging on, you know. Yeah. It's hanging on, thank God.
1: It's been around for a long time, I, I
0: tell you, you know, the thing about magazines, man, is it's just like, so, I, used to, I mean, there's just nothing like it.
1: I- yeah, I mean it's the yeah. same thing as like an audio book versus an actual book. It's yeah. always there's something about it. having it yeah. in your hand.
0: Well, I hope they can keep doing it. And they, you know, uh, Jason Berlin, the publisher, is a really great guy, and mm. and he's, uh, you know, he's really cool with with what we're doing over here. Really <laughs> so, I promise you, Jason, if you're listening to this, and I know you are, I'm gonna read an entire fretboard journal, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe. I'm even going to describe the ads. I'm going to do that. Wow,
1: like, that's yeah. dedication. I'm going to
0: do that maybe 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 two podcasts from now I'm going to do that. <laughs> so, all right, well Nina Nina <laughs> Nina's in my head back there. She's just staring at me. Oh. Carly, thanks for coming by. It's Thank great you so to see much. you. And uh, thanks for coming up to the secret studio and and uh, got my fingers crossed for you that you're going to have, you know, a good day tomorrow. I'm looking forward to some cool stuff from you.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It was fun.
0: Cool. All right. Cue up the Carly music.
2: When I look up at the sky I wish I could see my light Like the way you do My God, what a you? I could see it from above, I wouldn't be so scared of, I could find somebody like you, something I could hold.